0: This is The 318 Project, a guide to equip men through godly principles and develop as husbands, fathers, and sons. And now, your host, Ryan Hare. Hello, I'm Ryan Hare, and thank you for joining me on this episode of The 318 Project. As you may have noticed, I have taken a short break here for the last couple months. A lot of it was due to a new position at work that I was at. And just getting accustomed to the training and the new schedule behind it. But I also wanted to take some time to be with my family during the summer, enjoying some vacation time, but then also working on finishing my bachelor's degree. So, been kind of a busy schedule, and I do enjoy doing this podcast. It is a passion of mine that I love, that God has put on my heart. And I was very reluctant of taking that break, but with my time and schedule, it was kind of getting difficult. And I don't want to take away and just put out an episode just to put the numbers out there, but I want that quality to be out there for you as you listen to my episodes. With that, this episode is from a recent Zoom meeting that I was a part of, and I shared what God had put on my heart about how we view ourselves sometimes as feeling like junk, worthless. That part of we've gone through the routine, maybe from previous addictions, a different thing that we struggled with, and we have those scars in our lives, and we just feel like that old abandoned car or home that is just falling apart But God has plans for each of us, and he can use you and me in so many different ways, even with what has gone on in our past. And so I'm going to share with you on this episode. I hope you're blessed and enjoyed. Do you remember that joy and excitement when you bought your first car? Or, the, or your first home, uh, maybe you felt some kind of that stress and anxiety about signing your name to that contract to make that purchase, but you knew that was the one you wanted. Then that feeling you had a month or so later when that first payment was due, it wasn't so exciting when you had to make it. What about that feeling when it came time that it needed maintenance on the car, such as the oil change, new tires, or just that regular maintenance and service that needed to be done can be a hassle. How did you feel when the AC goes out in the house in Florida in summer, (laughs) or you need to have that leak on the roof fixed over time, This newness and excitement wears off and you feel at times that it is more of a hassle and hard work to maintain the upkeep of the house or that vehicle. Looking back in Mark chapter four, verses 14 through 20, it's about Jesus and the parable with the sower. But in those verses, it's when he's explaining about the parable itself back to he when he's explaining it to his disciples. And in verse fourteen, it starts with and says, "The sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear it, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. There likewise, are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time and season. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now, these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. In verse 20 says, though, but these are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some thirty fold, some sixty, and some even a hundred. Now, when we go back and look at verses 16 and 17, it talks about the seed sown on rocky ground and how as a believer, they immediately received it. But as the trials and persecutions arose, they stumbled and gave up. Now, this is where Dr. Cole in one of those principles says it is harder to maintain than it is to obtain. Now, how true is that in each of our lives? It felt easy in some sense when purchasing that new car or home, but as time goes, the maintenance and upkeep begins to feel like a hassle. It's the same way in relationships. When you started dating your wife, it was exciting. You didn't feel stressed about the amount of time more money you spent, then you got married and you were still full of excitement, especially during that honeymoon period for the first couple of years. But then things begin to settle down in your daily routines, the going to work, the bills, the expenses, slowly adding as you decide to plan a family and slowly learning Things about each other that you didn't know about them when you were dating. Then comes the times of arguments and disagreements. And you begin to see how it is more difficult now to maintain that relationship compared to how it was obtaining her love and affection for you when you were dating. So many times, even my wife, she'll say when we have some disagreement, maybe something small, she goes, I still love you, but I can't stand you right now. (laughs) But it's again, it's still earning that love and maintaining it. When we look back in the Old Testament, God gave Moses instructions on what the responsibilities of a priest was. God told him of how each priest had a role and that their responsibilities were preparing the temple daily, offering the daily sacrifices along with the sacrifices for the four festivals and then for that yearly sacrifice that the high priest would bring to God and the mercy seat. However, as we see over time and as we read in other books of the Old Testament, we see and hear how the prophets instructed the people to return to Jerusalem and restore the temple to its former glory. To the priest and the rest of Israel, it became a struggle to maintain the temple and their relationship with God. Only when they could no longer deal with that persecution would they cry out for God to help them. Again, when we look back in Mark chapter 4, that was what Jesus was talking about that seed being planted on the rocky ground. It's that relationship that started out exciting and full of joy. But as time goes by, you and I begin to deal with the stresses and the pressures of life. Satan comes and makes us feel it is much easier to give up and quit on that marriage or relationship than to try and maintain it in Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. And this came up again as I was studying, preparing. I heard a recent Daniel Prince sermon from years ago, and it just really stuck out. And he was talking about the parable of the servants and the talents. But something with that kind of goes with this. And in verses 14 through 30, of Matthew 25, and I'm just gonna talk on it. It says that Jesus talks about the servants and those talents. He tells about the owner is going on that trip, but before he leaves, he calls in his servants. Of course, we know the first one he gave five talents, the second he gave two, and of course, the third one he gave the one talent. Now, after a time when the master returned from his trip, And he asked each servant what they had done with those talents. Of course, the first one stated that he had worked and brought in five more talents. Then the second one said that he had gained two additional talents. While the third servant told the master that he was fearful of what the master would do to him if he had wasted that talent given him and he decided to bury and hide it. Of course, the master was upset and said that he would rather see the servant try and fail or even invest it in the bank to just gain interest rather than hide it. It was easy for each of the servants to obtain the talents from their master, but it took work to maintain and even increase what they had been given. The same goes for each of us. Looking back, It was easy when we gave our heart to Christ, the joy and excitement you had when he was first blessing you, moving and working in your lives, just that excitement and joy you had in that early season, much like that honeymoon time in a regular marriage. But again, over time, you settled into that comfort zone in that relationship with God and you began to take things for granted. You knew that you were saved and you loved God, but that excitement and newness had worn off. Yet God is still and was working in your life. He saw the value in you at times, even when you didn't feel as close to him as you should. With that, one of the things that, again, with this, that just comes to mind that I remembered was with my father-in-law, Gary. And his brothers, and they they were all from Tennessee, and they loved going to Pigeon Forge in September for a special thing, and it was called the Rod Run, and they have them all over the you know all over the country, um, they have them in just different locations, and again, it's those those shows for people to show off those antique cars, and this was an entire week that people would come from around the country to bring in these antique cars and just line up the street, the sides of Pigeon Forge. So it would take you hours if you were trying to get to Gatlinburg or anywhere. It was just crowded. Some of those people would bring their cars simply to show off what they had done while others were selling them. There were even people that had these old cars that were nothing more than a rusted out frame and an anticipation that maybe they would somebody would see that that car and say, hey, I see something in it. And I want to buy that. And it's that countless hours spent on those classic cars that brought a greater value to them now than what they originally were. You know, even some of those restoration shows like Fixer Upper and all these other ones or these auto shows where they fix up the cars that you might have seen. It's where those guys, they see They're they're out there looking around, and they happen to see this old junk car that's been neglected for years sitting in an old barn or field, just rusting away from the years of wear and tear. But something catches their eye, and they see the greater value of the finished product more than the current condition. If people saw the value and worth when the car was new compared to the years of wear and tear on them to that point of rust and damage, they would have maintained it, yet someone now sees a priceless treasure in it and goes and does what they can to bring it to a restoration. It goes back to that old adage of beauties in the eye of the beholder, and that is true. Each of us may see the same object, but we each see it as a different value or worth in that item what it means to us or what it doesn't mean again dr cole said marriages don't need maintenance they need a man's time and talent used creatively to increase both value and pleasure just like those home improvement and car restoration shows Over time, someone felt that it was too much work to continue to care and maintain the needs of that house or car and let it go. As time went on, it deteriorated to the point that no one wanted it, but then someone saw it as an opportunity for a fixer-upper. The same thing goes for us in our marriages. We may feel like it's it's not worth it. And, and that even to that point of, I want to work it out, but is it worth it to f- struggle and fight for my marriage? And that's what God wants for each of us, that relationship or marriage that started out great. But as time goes on and things begin to get tough, that some feel it's easier to walk away and give up rather than try and fix and maintain it. Even in our relationship with Christ, you may feel like it's hard work to maintain that joy and excitement that you once had when you first got saved. There may be those moments again, like I was saying, that you feel like Christ has given up and abandoned you, much like those junk cars sitting out in the field rusting away. But it comes with that daily maintenance of prayer and devotion and seeking God with your heart and in your relationships, not just with Christ, but with your wife, your family and friends you may have those seasons in your life where you've even walked away from Christ or struggled with those old habits and addictions that took a toll on your body and your life. Yet God still sees that former glory and beauty in your life and knows that you are far more valuable. Once he restores you, you are his fixer upper. Again, we talk about this. One of the things that really sticks out with me is that play the skit that the skit guys do called God's chisel. And there's a part where the guy says, I'm junk and and the character playing God goes, what do you mean you're junk? He goes, I'm, I'm you know, I don't make junk. What does that say about me? So when we take into consideration that when we, degrade ourselves in that sense of I feel like I'm junk I'm that worthless old run down car like sitting out in there out in the woods rusting away God that was not what God created us for He created us to be that classic that that prized antique that's just yeah it may have gone through some dents and dings the scars and pressures of life But that's where the beauty of God's salvation comes in, that as he says, we are washed white as snow. It's that paint job that comes in and covers that, that brings in that detail of fixing up the dents, the scars, not just, well, you you may see them on the physical side, but he heals those, those scars and wounds that are the emotional, the spiritual. And even that, that part in the relationships of maintaining that relationship with Christ and even in your marriage. And that's all I wanted to be able to tell you guys tonight was to encourage you about that, to know that even though we've gone through some struggles, each of us has, and we deal with those things to know that God hasn't given up on us. He still sees us as the old kid song goes. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth, Jupiter and Mars how wonderful and gracious he must be he's still working on me and he's working on all of us guys and i just want to hopefully that encouraged you and i hope you're blessed guys So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, again, just what God has put on my heart. It is so vital so many times of how we look at ourselves. I mean, I get caught up in it as well, of feeling like those days of you're worthless, you're junk, just nothing is going your way, and that God is against you, but he's not. He is working for your good each and every day, though you may go through those trials, those temptations, but at the same time, it is that working and maintaining it, whether it's in your marriage, in your relationship with Christ, or you're with friends and family, whatever it may be. Yes, the easy way sometimes looks like it's just to give up and quit and move on to something new, and there are times in your life where you do. But those things that we fight for, our marriages, our relationship with Christ, those are key and vital. No matter sometimes what may have happened, we fight for it. There are circumstances that we do have to walk away. But in those that are salvageable, you do what you can to work through it. And guys, I just hope this has blessed you. As always, If you can, be sure to like, subscribe, follow this podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Be sure to check it out. Check out previous episodes. Also, be sure to share this and other episodes with men or people that you feel need to hear this message. And as always, I want you to have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you for joining on this adventure of integrity and honor in godly masculinity. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with other men. And remember to keep building faithful men.